I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a thumbs down, man. Like, are we that, like, soft that a thumbs down is triggering you? Like, it's it's not a middle finger. Ladies and gentlemen, This is the Rich Eisen Show. I just think it's just, what a, what a, what a waste of energy. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Yahoo Sports NFL reporter Charles Robinson. Still to come, Patriots reporter for The Athletic, Jeff Howe. Plus, actor and 12-year NFL veteran, Thomas Q. Jones. And now, it's Rich Eisen. What a sports world we are living in. So much is going on, certainly in the NFL, and also... um, in the world of baseball, Javi Baez of the New York Mets, Mr. Thumbs Down. Let's give the fans thumbs down. Let's let's band together. We're just a group of us here in the clubhouse and band together <laughs> and create team chemistry by rooting against the fans or showing the fans that they don't root hard enough for us. So we'll thumbs down you after we have success. What a brilliant idea. What a what a what a caper. <laughs> what a caper. You know, let's just put it this way. Even Maury the Wig Man would have said, That's a bad idea, and where's my money? Where's my money, Henry? Money. I mean, Henry, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a what a what a what a caper! Uh, Baez has issued a uh, an apology, which we'll play later on uh, on this show. There's a Mets split doubleheader. Interestingly enough, uh, the first game is a continuation of a rainout from April. Whoa! In which Marcus Stroman was allowed to throw nine pitches before they called the game. Oh, you remember yeah. that? And he was yep. really pissed about it mad. back in yeah. April. They're replaying it today. And fortunately enough for the Mets, Baez, as you know, was not on the team back then. He's not in the lineup because I'm assuming you got to play the same guys if they're, if they're still if they're around. available, right? right. So Baez not in the lineup. How about that? That's not good. So, well, I mean, we'll see what happens later on for the actual scheduled nightcap. Thomas Q. Jones, former running back in this league, will be joining us shortly. Charles Robinson of uh, Yahoo Sports just walked us through his reporting over the weekend about what happened with Deshaun Watson. And the trade block that apparently was very active with the Dolphins, a front runner, and 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 it looks like nothing's going to happen now because the 53-man roster is going to come out later today, and Watson is expected to be on it. Robinson reporting uh, as well what uh, my colleague Ian Rappaport tweeted out earlier today that yes. Watson's going to be on that 53-man roster, barring anything totally unforeseen. Meanwhile, Cam Newton's not on the 53-man roster for New England because he got released today. Who had that as the possible (laughs) outcome of when are we going to find out from Bill who the starter is? We have 
Cam Newton being released. That would have been lower, way much lower on the list than Cam being the starter and Mac being the starter. Or Belichick won't let anybody know up until the very end, so Brian Flores of the Dolphins in week one doesn't have any heads up. But Cam released today, and Jeff Howe of The Athletic back here on the Rich Eisen Show to help walk us through all this. How are you, Jeff? Hey, how are we doing? So what happened today? Well, they released Cam Newton. Yes, sir. That's the headline. The bigger story here is that, you know, I've I've said it over and over again. I've written it quite a few times, especially over the last couple weeks. Mac Jones was the better quarterback throughout the vast majority of the past month. And Bill Belichick finally came out and confirmed it. And I think this is a surprise because of the way that, you know, we, the way that we were looking things. We in the media, we had to go by what we were seeing. And we had to see, or what we had been seeing, was Cam Newton lead off every single period in practice. He led off all three preseason games. But, you know, I, I was speaking to a couple people just yesterday who said, you know what, you might actually want to pump the brakes on that narrative because – Look at what Mac Jones did last week in the joint practices with the Giants. He went 35 of 40 in the first practice. The second one, he got one drive against their starting defense, and he went 10 of 19 because of three, maybe four drops, but still led the offense into the end zone because of two uh, completions on fourth down, two third down conversions. You know, he continued to handle bouts of adversity. And the way that Belichick views these joint practices is actually it's exceeding what his viewpoint of the preseason. You can control the personnel packages you're, you're lining up against because Belichick was collaborating with Joe Judge the night, the night before these workouts. And because of all that, it was like, yeah, you know what? You know, these people were saying, we understand what the optics are. We understand that Cam Newton's been the guy that, who's been leading the way in, in these rotations. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that if Mac Jones has significantly been better than Newton throughout the past month, that Belichick could go in that direction. Now, I, don't, I can't sit here and say I was going to put money on that at 9 a.m. this morning, but that's what Belichick ultimately decided. And it's surprising on the surface, but when you look at it in totality, you know, the writing had sort of been on the wall here. Well, and that's in terms of the writing on the wall and then the headline of Cam Newton released – Jeff Howe, the athletic here on the Rich Eisen Show. The way that it went down, Belichick saying earlier today when asked about Cam Newton's progress and the status of everything, saying that he started off at a higher you know, bar and at a higher mark than last year because this is his second year in, and he said that he's heading in the right direction. And um, then the release happens. Is it possible that, that uh, Bill told him that he's number two on the depth chart? And Cam then asked for his release. Is that possible that that's how this went down today, Jeff? I can't yet rule that out. I've been trying to figure that out for the last couple hours and just haven't gotten any answers there. So Mm -hmm. it's certainly possible. But, you know, that's that's something that the coaches have said about Cam Newton over the last several months, that he's, you know, advanced in comparison to where he was a year ago. And I certainly see all that. Uh, On the other side of that coin, I, I meticulously chart every single throw in these practices, seven on sevens and 11 on 11. So all these team drills. And from last camp to this camp, Newton's completion percentage is down. His adjusted accuracy rate, which factors in drops, has declined. And his interceptions have gone up despite less throws. So, you know, there's the one factor that you can't really compare. Last year's defense 
that he was practicing against wasn't nearly as good as this year's defense. But, you know, just going by what we're seeing, yeah, I mean, there were just the inaccuracy issues that Cam Newton had last season. You know, those hadn't completely disappeared yet. I mean, yeah, he looked like he might have had a little more zip on the ball than a year ago, but he was still missing some throws. And I think it's just – I understand, you know, mentally he had a better grasp of the offense. But, again, there there were just some some missed balls. And when you've constructed this passing game to attack the middle of the field with Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith and then slot receivers Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne, those guys have to be hit in the hands in order to not break stride and to get some yards after the catch. And it's harder for a guy like Newton to fit it into those windows and that's one of Mac Jones' greatest strengths, and that's something that we saw consistently all summer long. Jeff Howe, the athletic here on the Rich Eisen Show, the evaluation of both. Did it involve what happened last week where Cam missed five days due to what they was termed as a miscommunication that appears his vaccination status led to uh, him having to test um, negative longer than somebody who appears to be vaccinated? Um, is that at all possible that this this was part of the evaluation of Cam in any way, Absolutely. shape? Absolutely. Absolutely. There was, I can tell you with, with a high degree of certainty, there was some frustration last week uh, from a lot of people in the organization, or enough, I shouldn't say a lot, enough people in the organization that it was a factor. And at minimum, you know, take that frustration aside, you know, whether it was a misunderstanding or whatever, you know, the, this situation happened because Cam Newton isn't vaccinated. And even if it was some frustration that was going to taper off over the course of the week, you know, this is still something that had to, at minimum, force Bill Belichick to have meetings with his coaching staff to say, all right, what's plan B? Because they could show up at any point during the season and lose their quarterback for that week's game. Even if it was as early as Monday of that happening, you know, Cam Newton Bill Belichick's policy for as long as I've covered the team, going back to 09, has been if you miss three consecutive practices, you're not playing in that week's game. So if if you miss the whole week, you're, you're out Sunday. And that could happen at any point for any reason. And just look at it, you know, the same exact day. The Bills lost, uh, a, what, a few players because they were close contacts and they were unvaccinated. So it's not even like, you know, Cam Newton could do all the right things and he could – quarantine himself and, and all that stuff. But if you show up to the facility one day and all of a sudden you've got a trainer who's COVID positive and you were in that room or, or whatever, an equipment manager, anybody, all of a sudden your starting quarterback's gone. So that was something that, that had to factor into the, the equation. Last one for you, Jeff Howe of The Athletic. Um, I guess lost amongst the that, that headline that Cam Newton's released is the fact that Stephon Gilmore was placed on the physically unable to perform list, meaning the first six games of the Patriots season at the very minimum will be without one of the top players in the game. What's up with that, Jeff? Yeah, I, it's funny because you say it's sort of lost in the headlines there. I woke up this morning thinking Gilmore's status, whether it was remaining on pop or otherwise, was going to be the biggest story of the day. So that was, that was certainly a, a big development. Because, you know, he told Josina Anderson, I think last month now at this point, that he would be ready for training camp if he needed to be. And, you know, training camp is, is long gone at this point. And you, you have to look at this as a hold-in situation. And I have not heard of any really 
any real developments in terms of the contract status. And if you're Gilmore, you know, you want the money, you want the raise. Like, I understand that. If you're the Patriots, you have to say, well, you know what? Part of the reason why you want the raise is because they continued to accelerate bonus money over the last couple seasons. And they gave him, you know, he the chance to earn more money in previous seasons. Now, of course, that all comes back to the end. And, and Rob Gronkowski had a similar situation. But, like, two big examples. And I'll start with Tom Brady. It's, you know, I get it. It's impossible to compare anybody to Tom Brady. But Tom Brady wanted a raise in 2019. He was on the field. He got his raise August 4th. Rob Gronkowski in 2018 wanted a raise in the last year of his deal. He was on the field. He got it August 30th. Stephon Gilmore wants the raise, and the Patriots, to their right, you know, they wanted to see Stephon Gilmore hit the field, and he hasn't done that. So it's all I can do right here, because both sides have been so quiet with this storyline, all I can do is tell you what I've been seeing. And if the Patriots have not seen Gilmore hit the field for these practices, you know, they they have the right to be reluctant to, to give him a ton of money going into the season. So at this point, it has... It's been the, one of the more surprising developments. I never imagined it was mm. going to drag out this far into the process. And now it's going to go even further because he's going to be on the pop list for a minimum of six weeks. So let's just assume it is a hold-in where he's just like, you know, hey, I'm showing up, but I'm not practicing this and that and the other thing. What does, that, what does this do for the Patriots? I mean, what, 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 what's the move to just throw him on pup for the Patriots? Just to say, okay, you're hurt, that's it. You're out for six weeks. And that, what does that accomplish? I don't know. I, I think it's just a hard line stance. It's a hard line negotiating stance. I think. Wow. I mean, again, like until somebody is a little more vocal about this process, all I can do is sort of read between the lines. And I mean, you, you look at, I don't know, I guess Logan Mankins was a holdout midway through the season back in 2010. He eventually got his money, but he was also coming off his rookie deal. He was a lot earlier in his career. I mean, this is this is tough. I don't think anybody wins with this scenario because Stephon Gilmore, I mean, a lot of people kind of got on him last year about his season. Right. Like, Stephon Gilmore was one of three defensive backs to win Defensive Player of the Year over the last quarter century. Like, what he did in 2019 was absurd. You have to play at an absurdly high level to win that award as a cornerback. So he wasn't going to be the same player, but... I think a lot of people confused not being the same player with being bad. Like, Stephon Gilmore was still probably one of the three best cornerbacks, at worst, in the NFL last year. Taking him off the field does not help the Patriots. And they're going to have J.C. Jackson step into that number one role. J.C. Jackson last year, in my opinion, was the best number two cornerback in the league. Uh, when he was the number one without Gilmore, he had a roller coaster ride, and he had some rough out. He had some rough games when quarterbacks just were not afraid to throw his way. Uh, we know how good he is playing the ball in the air, but he's going to get a chance to go out and prove that he can be a number one cornerback. Either way, he's going to get like just a boatload of money next offseason free agency. But then, you know, number two, you got Jalen Mills, and look, Jalen Mills is a nice guy. He, he practices hard. He does a lot of things the right way. He's not Stephon Gilmore. There's a natural drop off in talent from Gilmore to anybody. But Jalen Mills is going to be their number two guy, and, and John Jones is a really good slot cornerback. Uh, he's dealt with some injuries this offseason, but you know he should be ready for, for week one, I would assume. And uh, you know I guess the, the other fallout is this possibly buys enough time for Jawan Williams to make the roster as their backup boundary cornerback. Jeff Howe, thank you for the time. What a day. 
What a day. We'll catch up down the line. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Rich. Jeff Howe, The Athletic. By the way, uh, in my 25 years of doing this, anytime a reporter or uh, analyst starts a sentence with, look, he's a nice guy. <laughs> That's a different version of with all due respect. <laughs> same family, look, right? He's a nice family. Guy. Guy. Yeah. Same guy. Same like if part. I was talking about your ability same as a sound part. engineer to other people, look, he's a nice <laughs> guy. He's a Next nice. sentence, I'm not good. Don't Next second's not good. Nope. Next sentence, very But unfair. he is a nice guy, Rich. Maybe he is. Doesn't matter. Dusty yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's take your call. What's up, Dusty? Hey, Rich. How are you? What's going on, brother? Uh, I want to say really quickly that the you guys watching TJ on Price is Right is probably the best 10 minutes of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy real. We were talking about that the other day, Emmy. too, man. And, and oh, I will say this. Cool. I will say this because Brockman's going to get the um, – to use the um, – uh, silence of the lambs phrase he's going to get the hose later on um when we review how he initially thought about uh mac jones's drafting I-, I will say this dusty uh leading into that show he's like we we need to pause the show whenever tj is going to appear on the on the show and i if I shot appears. that idea if he appears on the show. Uh, right, because we didn't know if you were going to be on. Yeah. I shot that down completely because I'm like, you know, what's it going to be like on the radio, whatever? Like, we're really going to stop our show, you know, to do that. And as it turned out, in a segment where we had no guests, TJ appeared. Yep. And uh, so I perfect. say to Chris Brockman, your sensibilities were spot on. I was off, and it turned into some terrific <laughs> Great uh, exactly. TV, was, which beautiful. you know, which uh, you Dusty Chris are bringing up. Excellent. What five months later? So <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that, Dusty. But Brockman <laughs> will get the hose later on. <laughs> yes, yes, Thank of course. Thank yep. I okay. did want to make two quick points about Cam Newton. So obviously, I'm here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm yes, a sir. Season ticket holder for the Panthers. In 2019, when he had the Liz Frank injury. Um, Ron Rivera was asked after one of the first games, Kyle Allen just got demolished during a, a game. And he was asked after the game, he said, who during the week is going to be the guy in the quarterback room that's going to tell Kyle that these games happen, keep your head up. And he said, Ron responded, I guess that will be Marty and me. And I found, I found it really strange that he didn't say Cam, which told me he wasn't showing up for quarterback meetings. And then I w- started working out with Cam on Tuesdays at Plywheel. And so I knew he was in Charlotte, but he's not on the sidelines on Sunday, right? So that's when I knew he had played his last down. I think he had a separation with the front office, and I think the same thing happened today. I think you nailed it. Mm, Dusty, I, I, I appreciate the call and what you're saying and call back. I mean, that's a ton of speculation that in terms of what happened today. Um, I, I don't think there's any separation with the front office other than the fact that what happened, as you heard Jeff Howe said, he showed, like, he showed the Patriots how vulnerable they are on the quarterback flank because he's not vaccinated based on the way that the protocols are set up, that if something happened close, and every single quarterback that is unvaccinated has opened this flank up for their team this year, which is why Michael Irvin said what he said and what I have agreed with, that if you are not vaccinated, you are not doing everything that you can do to make sure your team wins because based on the way that everything is set up in the NFL with the NFL Players Association signing off together, if you are not vaccinated and you have a close contact, you have to test negative for five consecutive days. It's less than that for a vaccinated player. 
If you're a close contact of somebody as a vaccinated player, you have a chance to play that week. If you are not, most likely you're going to be out. Carson Wentz just got placed on the COVID-19 list for the Indianapolis Colts. And he's got a test negative for five straight days. Guess what that means about Carson Wentz? And you could sit here in Minnesota and talk about all your plexiglass walls, but Cam Newton showed New England just how vulnerable they are on that front. And you could say it was miscommunication or whatever, but it did lead to, as Jeff Howe said, frustration within the ranks. And I'll tell you what, if frustration in the ranks means, and it's translated eventually, if you translate that language into what might be possible, if that language translated into the name Robert Kraft, if RKK is the one who is saying, I am particularly disturbed about it, and you know he lets Belichick make all these moves until it maybe involves the quarterback, as Seth Wickersham's book might prove next month when it comes out in October. Adios. Now, again, Cam may have asked for his release. And on that front, let's take a break. We'll come back, and I'll give you the spots where I think his only options are. And you tell me if you agree or not. And you can call at 844-204-RICH or not. Also, when we come back, there's one spot where the pressure is just built, and it's not New England. That's next. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr and many more streaming right now on Netflix passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits LED headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style eBay Motors has you covered With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How many years do you think you'll be playing in State Farm Stadium, Larry? Well, Rich, you, you told me I was done about three or four years no, ago no, on one of your no. podcasts. And, uh, mm-hmm. I heard it, Rich. I was, I was really hurt by that. I mm-hmm. want you to know that I was, I was really hurt. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wanted to prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, st- I'm still hanging on right now. Okay. I'm still hanging on. Well, then, speaking on behalf of all Cardinals fans and people who love watching you play, you're done. You're done. You're finished. Stop trying, Larry. Stop trying. <laughs> All right, well, all right, well, I'm at, I'm at the, I'm at to keep proving you wrong, man. Because amazing, Larry. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, uh, it, it, the, the guys who were in the wide receiver room with you when you were first drafted and became friends with John McCain. Some of these guys were in grade school, third, fourth grade. I'm not lying. Uh, that's not an exaggeration. It's crazy. I know. I, I know. 
I got a picture of Christian Kirk. Uh, it was my second year in, in 2005. I was doing a football camp um, here locally, and I took a picture with him. And he was like literally in the third grade. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Like, Christian, why, why? I was like, what's the point? Of, what's the point of showing me this picture? Is it is it to show me how old I am? Is that is that what you showing me this picture for? You know, so I had to give him a hard time for that. <laughs> Calling you grandpa and all that stuff. Oh, I know, I know. At least, at least I have a few more strands of hair than you do. Oh, you know what? No, look, look. <laughs> hey, you were, you were. What, what seed was he in our in our, in our our football hair contest that we did the uh, the bracket? I think Larry was like the. Was he was he a ten seed? Was he a nine seed? I forget which seed I don't he was. Remember? Just don't just don't go Jerry Rice on us, Larry. You don't want to be hanging on to those oh, braids for man. too long. Instead, you'll just try and chase him down in the record books. I mean, you, there's not many people that's right there in front of you. It, it, it really is amazing what, what, what you've got potential milestones this year. 48 receptions. You would pass Jerry Rice for the most receptions with one team in NFL history. I mean, what would that mean to you? You know, Jerry Rice has something I, I truly covered. He's got three Super Bowl rings, and, and at this point, year fifteen, I don't personal accolades and numbers. I mean, that's that's for the for the pundits to, to, to discuss and talk about. You know, I, I'm I'm in it to win it, and um, that's the one goal I'm chasing is, uh, is, is those Super Bowl rings, and, and that's the reason that, that we all come back and play. All right, Larry. Well, it's good chatting with you. You so I can't get out of. You. I mean, is this? It, I'll just flat out ask you: Is is there? Is it possible there's more years left? After this one, Larry, for, for me to for me to live, I hope so. Oh, stop! In the National Football League, you suit oh, it up, helmet on, pads oh. on, getting out there and playing. Is it possible? I said it's a possibility. Yes, I say it's a possibility, but I, I don't know how likely it is right now. Like, like I told you earlier, I'm fresh. I, I feel the best I've, I've felt in a long time, but I have not been tackled yet. So. Mm. <laughs> We'll see. Now, as Larry Fitzgerald from three years ago, we play that now because today is his 38th birthday. Hey. Happy birthday, Larry Fitzgerald. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial before we take your phone calls. Where will Cam go next? What is possible for Cam Newton next? Certainly not the time to be out there looking for a quarterback job. Certainly if you want to be a starter. So where do you go? Certainly you're not winding up in the AFC East. That's not happening. Certainly you're not winding up in the AFC South. Steelers, Browns, Bengals, Ravens, nope. You're going to wind up in the AFC South if you knock on the Texans' door, possibly. Would you do that? Would you do that? They already have Terod Taylor. I don't know if they're going to go in that direction. Also, they want to see what they have in Davis Mills, it appears. Mm -hmm. And anybody sitting here thinking Texans, just because the Texans are dreadful and horrible and terrible, Charles Robinson in hour number one, who's Yahoo Sports Report about the Dolphins being front runners for the services of Deshaun Watson in a trade with the Texans, he was on in hour number one, and said, based on his reporting, any team, every team that the Texans were talking to in the last week plus about this, and that includes, as he mentioned, Carolina and the Eagles, the Texans had no interest in taking the other team's quarterback back. 
So if they're not taking two of Sam Darnold or Jalen Hurts, why would they take Cam Newton? Just he's knocking on the door. You're going to see a lot of, why not to the Texans? He's not going to Jacksonville, and he's not going to Indianapolis, and he's not going to Tennessee. Is he going anywhere in the AFC West? Uh, I mean, really? Where's he going? I mean, who, who's not who's looking for a quarterback right now in the AFC West? That That's not happening. All right, the NFC West, that's out. What do you think, Rams, Niners? Cardinals, Seattle. And again, he wants to be a starter here, okay? I don't know if he's going to have that opportunity. The one spot where he, you know, you're going to hear about it. The AFC North, you're not going to Minnesota. You're not going to Chicago. And you're not going to Green Bay. In the South, you're not going to the Saints. You're not going to Tampa. You're not going to Carolina. Where he's, I don't know if he'll ever go back to Carolina. And you're not going to Atlanta. Where are you going to go? I'm looking at the NFC East. Would he possibly go to D.C. and knock on their door? And Ron Rivera, you know me, and Rivera did say in a... An interview last summer that, you know, the reason why he was open to signing Cam, but the reason why is they wanted to see what they had in Dwayne Haskins. Could he have been a nice guy? I'm thinking he might might have been because the guy, as we all know, started Kyle Allen over Cam in 2019 and then signed Kyle Allen when he showed up in D.C. and actually was ready to give him the reins once they took him away from Dwayne Haskins, but then he got hurt and eventually turned to Alex Smith in a manner that we all know that wasn't plan A or even plan B Hmm. or even a plan for him, according to Alex Smith. Do you go there with Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick and say, I'm here too, and and DC comes up and says, "We're, we're, we're interested? I don't see that either. Carol Heineke's probably better than Cam. At this so point. here's where I think he's most likely to wind up if he's in any idea. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean. Dallas. Oh, Why wouldn't oh, oh, they oh. say yes to Cam Newton being on their team? Even with last <laughs> year in their mind's eye and having seen what happens to this team if Dak goes down. Even with all of that, right now, as we're talking, right now, as we are conversing, <laughs> yes, they are ready to go into Tampa Bay with that defense that chased Patrick Mahomes everywhere on that turf and got Kansas City to say, first-order business, what we're doing is we're redoing our offensive line. That defense is going to show up against Dallas. And against that defense, Dallas, as we're talking, is ready to have Cooper Rush be their safety net. Really? We're checking on... uh, why do you doctors, do- no, seriously, we're checking, we're checking in with doctors of baseball teams just a few weeks ago, and then there's there's MRIs that are precautionary, and there's nothing to see here. Move along. It's not a pick. No. 
We're ready to go into the season with Cooper Rush, really. And Cam Newton is now sitting out there. Really. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Why? Because this makes total, complete sense. It does. Unless Cam wanted his release from New England because he thought he wasn't going to get the opportunity to start there, which he would not get in Dallas short of another significant injury to the quarterback. But if Dak's coming back from that injury last year and already has a nothing-to-see-here arm situation, <laughs> won't even call it injury. I'll do you a favor and call it a situation. <laughs> situation. Why wouldn't you go and get Cam? Can I ask you a question? And put him in as the backup. I'll be that. Yes, TJ Jefferson, you're raising your hand, and I will. Uh, Rich, two things. Uh Um, One, Uncle Jerry, right? You are fond of saying that Cam lost his job because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Well, Uncle Jerry has. By the way, I am not fond of saying it. Allow me to correct myself. I did not say he lost his job because he was unvaccinated. Actually, what I've said now, not once but twice on this show, is that I think he asked for his release because Belichick's not going to come and say he's working in the right direction just because he's being coy and making these funny little Easter eggs for all of us to find later. Okay. So something uh, is up. So allow please, me to correct myself. Please, yes. you, please you, make sure I, that I'll rephrase what I correct. said, but Jerry has come out and said that he's four players being vaxxed. And if we say that cam didn't get vaxxed and I'm True. thinking that Jerry probably wouldn't bring cam in because True. he's already made a stand. And another thing is if we were going to go choose a backup, I think that maybe Going and getting a Nick Foles might not be a bad idea. Um, you got to trade for him. You yeah. got to give up something for him. Well, this, which, this like, is the guy what, you, how just, much? you just signed uh, and say, yep. if you want to come to the Dallas come Cowboys right a, now, take the jab. Hashtag take the jab. Well, you can't. I'm, you can't force him to say that, but you could basically say, yeah, we're not. Think you could tell the agent. You can get thank a, you, but not. You know, we're 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 focusing on players who are vaccinated. We get Foles for a fifth rounder or something like that. I'm sure. Fifth rounders turn into Richard Sherman, brother. Not very often. Fifth rounders though. turn. I mean, we could go down the list here. You, I'd rather sign somebody than just get a. I'll just say this: you haven't given me a real reason why you can't just Cooper Rush, bro. Sure, because right I, now, I, once again, yesterday, and we'll get to the AFC East prediction shortly, and your phone calls in a second. Yesterday, I was the only guy here who didn't say Dallas was winning the AFC, the NFC were. East, because everybody here thinks they're back because Dak's back. Because Dak's back. Because Dak's back. And I'm like, I need to see the defense before before buying a Dak's back. But guess what? If Dak's on his back, Cooper Rush puts all three of you guys out of business. (laughs) With all due respect, sure he's a nice guy, right? I mean, that's a a nice guy. I'm sure he's nice. We also forget last year, Tyron Smith didn't play and Lyle Collins didn't play. Okay. That whole line, Uh, there was two starters that we had the entire year. So you would not want Cam, like, if, if, if Cam Newton was signed by Dallas, you would have the same reaction as Chris Brockman had when New England drafted <laughs> Mac Jones back in May. I would say, why sign Cam if he wasn't good enough to play for Bill Belichick? He's not not good enough why to play are, for Belichick. Bill Belichick was absolutely fine with him playing for the New England yeah, Patriots. as a backup. Correct. And that's I'm not saying as a backup. Yeah, you're I'm not saying back. you got to no, have like, a better okay, safety. Rich, but you're also than, saying, let's say Mac Jones gets hurt. Then Cam would have been your starter. So if Bill thought that highly of Cam, he'd be like, "Well, I'm going to talk you into Unless staying." Unless Cam asked for his release, 
Yeah, but we don't know that yet. We're guys, speculating. Guys, guys, guys. Look, Cam, Brooklyn's got Mac Jones. Cam's He's going to the Lakers. Like, come no, on. Okay, that's true. Point, Brockman. Good, good, good Chris. Hey. That's what we call in the business of Buck. Good point, Brockman. Yes. Um, He's yes. already been signed. Ten Na- Nathan to Los Angeles. Uh, Nathan to Los Angeles. Nathan in Los Angeles. You're here on the Rich Ed Show. What's up, Nathan? Hey, Rich. I just can't think of a better, like, fall in your lap scenario to me than Cam Newton to Houston. I, I, now, yeah, I, I believe in Tyrod Taylor. I, del- I believe he does deserve a shot, given what happened well, to him last year. He's going to get it. <laughs> but, I mean, this is it's kind of a fall in your lap scenario. Why not bring this guy in if Tyrod Taylor doesn't work? You have a guy with a proven track. Because you want Davis Mills to, to be evaluated. And thank, thank you for the call, Nathan. You want Davis Mills to be evaluated. Certainly if all is lost. Certainly if the season's going down to tubes. Certainly, if you also want to assure yourself uh, after you've evaluated Davis Mills of that uh, number one spot, <laughs> I'm serious. Spencer Rattler is going to look really good That's, in his Texas I'm jersey. serious. Yeah, here, okay. And that's another reason why we, we don't want Tua back. We've evaluated Spencer Rattler versus Tua. Spencer Rattler versus Jalen Hurts. Spencer Rattler versus yeah. Sam Darnold. Nick Casario knows all about Sam Darnold. Don't forget, he's from the New England system. And I'm sure, just like they were in on Tua also in New England, they knew that Darnold could wind up in their division. New England is using every opportunity to bring in a quarterback and get underneath the kid's hood and have him go up on the board. What do you like? What don't you like? Because guess what? Belichick's going to file that one away for the two times he's going to terrorize you as a rookie when you're in the division. So Casario's got the book on all these guys. And if he said no to them, think about that. We'll flip you Jalen Hurts and something else. Yeah, I'd rather have the picks. Are they in the rut what? for Rattler? Like, what is already nice. our the phrase? rut for Rattler. Heading into next season. Uh, I've been good just one. trying to think well, of what's, a, what's another, what's an R word for tank? Right. We're going to stall for Spencer. Stall for Spencer. Stall for Spencer. Suck for Spencer. Sucks for Spencer. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's just not the same because I mean, with Indianapolis, luck, yeah, I mean, yeah, suck yeah, rhymes with luck. With luck rhymes with suck. I mean, that's. Do you know what? This is just a slightly better quick. use of our time <laughs> than it was for Javi Baez to use his time to come up with a thumbs down idea. When we come back, his apology to Mets fans, and also, I as promised, I've got for you the one spot in the NFL where the pressure just went up. Because of what happened with Cam Newton and Mac Jones in New England. Dallas? That's coming up. Not Dallas. You're (laughs) off the hook now, but you should sign Cam. (laughs) Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Can you still believe Brady and Belichick are back at it? Still, I mean, it's, it's incredible. The number of the number of teams, and with all due respect, first ballot Hall of Famers that they prevented from getting to where they have now gone for a ninth time. Wow! You could just run the list here. I can't believe they're still here. Yeah. So I played eleven years. You did. They have been to the Super Bowl nine times. What the hell? And I didn't get there once. Right. Think about that. Right. And I was one pick away from being drafted by the Patriots. What happened? The Chargers drafted no, me. I know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, no, but I, I know that's what happened. They didn't. They didn't. But, but so come I, up, they didn't come up and come get you. So or? I went to. Uh, so I went on a visit to the Patriots, and that's when Charlie Weiss was the offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I go to Boston, and I, I really like to visit. I like Charlie. I love Charlie Weiss. Did you meet with Bill? I did meet with Bill. You know, we sat in his office right above the stadium, right there where you're looking out at the stadium. And we really just sat there. We really didn't talk about much. We just looked at each other. You know? What do you mean? So, what do you mean you just looked at each we other? Kinda, like we just kind of yeah, staring like in still- each other's eyes, you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it was awkward? Is no, saying? I mean, I just, you know, you know how Bill is. He just, there's only a few things he probably wants to know about you. And I, I guess he was trying to get a sense of... You know, was I passionate about football? As most coaches coaches do, you right. want to invest a first round pick on a guy. You want to make sure they're passionate. And so, uh, but after that, we just kind of, you know, I don't remember much conversation. So, do you think? Because I'm like, if you're fifth overall, and they're choosing overall, sixth. I think they had the sixth pick. They had the sixth pick. This is the year that Brady was about to be. Yeah, he's Mo Lewis be- into. Exactly. Greatness, okay? And so this is coming off of the 2000 season in which Brady was drafted. Right. And Bledsoe and the Patriots didn't do as well as they had thought they could. Do you think they would have chosen you if you were available? Well, they said they were going to choose me. Charlie Wise promised me if I was there at six because they needed a running back. They needed a running back bad that year. And so, uh, yeah, when the Chargers drafted me, I think they took Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, worked they, 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 they worked, worked out there. They worked out there. Worked out. But <laughs> have you ever brought up to Brady when you've seen him? Like, no, I, never brought it up. You could have been Robin, his I, Batman. I always, <laughs> I always thought about, you know, what, what would that be like? With I'll all due respect right to Antoine now. Smith. All due respect. Yeah, I know, right? To Antoine yeah. Smith. I know. It would have been a little different. A little yeah. different. No way. Yeah. I'm kind of getting freaked out right now. <laughs> Antoine Smith, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Oh, yeah, I mean, what a Super nice, Bowl. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I can't get over that. I love that. Yeah, man. Belichick, the amount of conversations he's had with guys he's never drafted before. And he didn't draft, but he used that knowledge. He lost track. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show is one big happy simulcast 
family. Um, so let's hit the way back machine. Um, back to May 3rd, 2021. I come back from the draft in Cleveland, Ohio. And, you know, I was taking in some of the sights and sounds of the Rich Eisen show from afar. As you know, this machine does not stop just when I'm out of the chair. <laughs> no. So I saw what Chris Brockman had to say and tweet about once Mac Jones got drafted. And, uh, and then heard what he said on Friday's show. And then came back in on Monday and addressed that elephant in the room because I patently disagreed. I thought Mac Jones being drafted 15th overall. Patriots just stayed right there. Braveheart, hold, hold. Everybody's moving up. Bears move up, take Justin Fields. And uh, Bill stays put, and look who falls in his lap, Mac Jones. Here's that exchange on this show when I returned from the draft on May the 3rd. I know you're not happy about Mac Jones. You know, I'm not. You call it an uninspired pick. I'm not excited. And I don't know why you're not happy about it. Why are you not happy about it? (laughs) Because you got the quarterback. Because here's why. He's not going to start week one. He got lucky that Denver and Carolina didn't take him, that nobody traded up. I mean, the Bears traded up ahead of him. One of the guys that I wanted. It's not sexy. They bought a brand new minivan and are pumped about it. Like, I wanted a Tesla or a sports car in the garage on draft morning. I get and it. I, and I didn't get it. But guess and what? And here's <laughs> the deal. If they were going to get a guy like this, why didn't they just trade for Jimmy G again? It's the same guy. He may be the new minivan, if that's the way you look at him. Nice new minivan. But guess what? That Tesla or whatever you're talking about doesn't take the kids to school. The kids have got to go to school. Okay. Also, I don't know if you they saw don't. the video the Pats tweeted out. Didn't look like anyone in the room was that excited either. But right now on May 3rd, eh, not excited. <laughs> Boy, to the editing equipment that was used to make it look terrible for Brockman. It's very impressive. Were you the one who edited that together, TJ? That was edited? Yes. <laughs> Stop. I, saw no, I saw no edits in that. Now, for, with all due respect. None. There was no respect in that edit right there. You did say at one point that you reserved the right to talk yourself into yeah, the Yeah, of course. That was in that clip. I missed that part. Yeah, it was of in course. that clip. You missed that part. I, I, I think I spoke Look for a lot of people who, who were, you know, just that pick was kind of like, oh, okay, cool, the Alabama kid, great, you know, but not Justin Fields. He's not Trey Lance. He's not that wow, exciting guy. It's a continuation of what we've seen for the last 20 years, which was amazing. Yeah. But you just want something different. Like, when you're married for 20 years and you finally get divorced and you're single again, you don't start dating people exactly like your ex-wife. You go in a different direction. <laughs> and so I just wanted to be in a different direction. And now that... Like what? You wanted, who do you want? You and want now, who do you want? Who do you want? Instead? I told you I wanted Fields or Trey Lance. You're not getting... I wanted to trade up for Trey Lance. And I thought that once Fields started dropping... Okay, this might happen. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You know who's excited to have Justin Fields? Chicago Bears. Yeah, fans. and they should be. I know that. He's going to be awesome. Yeah. And, but, and Mac Jones might be awesome, too. He's played great in the preseason, and now he's yeah, got the reins. I know. And like I said, I reserve the right to you do a 180, him, and I've done the 180. I didn't him. see that part. I think though. last year last year rattled Chris. The whole, and Bill, we trust, kind of rattled last year. You were kind of... 
It used to last year. Well, look, if Bill, Cam doesn't get COVID last year, who knows what happens? Uh, he was played great the first he three did weeks. First three that weeks. is true. He, he was awesome. He was terrific. We were talking about signing him long term. Yeah, Sign he him. was great. Get him signed. And now he's he, cut. You know, you got know, to trust. You got to trust the process. Trust the system. Because at least you've got Bill there with that steady hand who knows what's going on. Sure. And again, and Josh McDaniels. So my question for you is: Would you rather have Bill? And it's trusty hand. <laughs> Bill's trusty hand. Bill's trusty hand. A, uh, good with a young quarterback who you drafted that might not be as flashy, but it's a perfect mix. Or would you rather have what Bears fans have, which is the flashy quarterback that you wanted? Exciting. 21st century. But the hand is that of Matt Nagy's. Which one would you rather have? Well, I'd rather have the guy with the six trophies. Okay. And the eight rings boat. Which brings me to the the spot in the NFL world where the pressure just went up. Because Bill is going in with Mac. We're waiting to see what's happening in San Francisco. Trey Lance has got a banged-up finger out a week, which pretty much tells you it's going to be Jimmy G week one. That's fine because you know we're going to see Lance. You know Kyle Shanahan's going to get Lance in the mix, period, because he's such a weapon with his legs and his arms that, yes, He's going to be inside a red zone near you very soon. Jets and the Jaguars knew you were going to be in. But that leaves one guy sitting there saying not yet with his bright, shiny, first-round drafted quarterback. Not yet. Fans, there's still more cooking in the oven. The bake's not done yet. (laughs) And the great... American football bake show. <laughs> we're 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 still we're still not there yet. Boy, is this gonna only serve to ratchet ratchet up the pressure pressure in Chicago. What's Nagy thinking? And sure enough, sure enough, after the Cam Newton news hit. Andy Dalton started trending on Twitter. (laughs) Sure enough. And laugh all you want. This is exactly what I was talking about when I thought that Matt Nagy, and I told it to the coach, thought you will not have, I don't think you're going to have the space, the room to go through an entire season with your guys sitting and your veterans starting just like you wanted to replicate because you saw it with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. I don't think you're going to have that benefit, that luxury. The phrase from Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, the best Star Trek. Yes. Oh. All right? Oh, it is. At me, at Rich Eisen, the best Star Trek. 100%. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. At one point... Khan tells Kirk, time is a luxury you do not have. <laughs> Actually, Admiral Kirk, which kind of surprised him that he was admiral. He got, he got, 
he got promoted to admiral, yeah. which is a big moment in the film. Yeah. I digress. Time is a luxury <laughs> that Matt Nagy, I don't believe, is going to have. And yes, I just equated Matt Nagy with Khan. I did. The Chrysler Cordoba. Exactly. I, 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 I don't believe he's going to have it. And the fact that Cam Newton's cut, Mac Jones starts now in New England, giving us three week one rookie starters. Three. And we're all just excusing San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan because Kyle Shanahan has that cachet and they did go to the Super Bowl two years ago and they are starting that guy who went to the Super Bowl with them two years ago. And Lance, we know, is going to still get in there. Justin Fields is going to be there with a clipboard and an earbud standing there on Sunday Night Football while Andy Dalton takes the slings and arrows of the Los Angeles Rams defense. Andy Dalton says it's his time. It better be his time because if not, that pressure is going to be jacked up and the guy who sat Trubisky for Foles last year and put Foles in when Trubisky was technically in the win-loss column a winning quarterback that guy is going to sit back and try to be patient I don't think he's going to have that luxury that's not going to happen then when do you put him in there when do you put him in there telling you deep end of the pool For somebody who's been through it. Unless you don't think, again, I already gave you the reality on the ground that you need to see to sit your rookie starter. You need to see a run game that can't protect him, an offensive line that can't protect him, and his inability to protect himself because of defensive schemes confusing him. That may be the one that sits fields as you saw him get blown up in a preseason game against the bills lost his helmet run game can protect the line might not be able to i don't know and all i know is that we haven't even played a down with andy dalton as a starter in chicago and he's trending because there are bears fans who want it to happen now and that is a metric in the decision making skills for a guy who's you know a couple years removed from his coach of the year award but doesn't have the wherewithal the there's no in matt we trust in chicago like there is in new england what pressure is belichick gonna feel from the outside zero urban zero shanahan zero robert sala even with the new york jets zero this one's a different ball of wax not amazing how it works (laughs) <laughs> but it's that's how it works. That's no joke. Hour number three coming up. Somebody who knows about Chicago and pressures and things like that, Thomas Jones. Boy, he would have liked Justin Fields out on that field on that night in uh, in Miami, Florida, don't you think? Peyton Manning in the rain with I, Prince doing the halftime? I think probably right, yeah. Uh, can we blame that loss on uh, Sexy Rexy? I don't think so. But we'll ask Thomas Jones about all that. He's uh, an actor now, as we all know. He's been on the show. He's in the show Johnson, which airs 8 p.m. on Bounce. Encores the next day streaming on Brown Sugar. Love this guy. Can't wait to talk acting, what he's doing now. And then everything going on. His running backs are cut left and right. And the Devontae Freeman's out there on the free agent market now. And then we preview the AFC East coming up. 
that we haven't gotten to yet. And more of your phone calls at 844-204-RICH. Hour number two in the books. Still here with our Peacock audience, though. What is our poll question looking like? I saw what you put up there earlier Oh, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I threw it up uh, at Rich Eisen Show. Check it out if you got a minute. Uh, how do the Patriots finish this year with Mac Jones? A quarterback, 0-4 to four wins, 5-8, to 9-11, to 11, or 12-plus. 0-4, 12-plus, both 5%. 9-11 wins, 38%. 5 to 8 wins, 53%. Where'd you vote? <laughs> you did the 9 and 11, didn't you? No, 12 plus. Come on, guys. Come on, seriously. What'd you, what'd you, what'd you vote? Come on, 12 plus. Did you really? There's 17 games. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you put this 12 plus? This team can't go 12 and 5? Like, get out of here. Dude, it's a rookie quarterback. The kid's not going to just come out straight out of the Dolphins box. Dolphins and Jets stink. There's four wins, okay? They're going to get one of the sure. Buffalo wins. That's yeah. five. Let's go down the rest of the roster. Rest of those. Hold on a second. I think they're making the hold playoffs. On, stop. Don't, we're, we're not going to do this now because we don't have you. nearly enough time, but we're going to do it. If not today, then tomorrow. We'll just see how the, th- the third, the third, um, how the third hour plays out. We did this before. We did the win-loss game on the schedule. You had them 10 and 7. You're now saying the rookie starter who you didn't want. Now being, we have an upgraded quarterback. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> almighty. When did we do this? Do you have the date? I don't. I didn't write down the date. Before the preseason, but there's something obviously. Called, there's something called, what, what's the phrase you used before the show? Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Some the video. Oh, I can't There's remember the, what they said. You know, that's how video, that's how video works. works. Yeah. Thank you, Hoskins. Here, I'll find it. I'll that's find how video. It. That's how video works. works, Chris. You can find it. It's definitely on our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash Rich Eyes and Show. There's no question. You even probably tweeted it out yourself from yeah, your own yeah, Twitter let's account. See, let's see. Hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. By the way, we're getting a lot of tweets about uh, that old uh, Play 60 commercial with Cam Newton and the oh the kid warming up. Yeah, except we posted that back during the draft, folks. You May 27th. So I was still in this yeah. is a dumb pick mode. Yeah, he's Like, changed. come on. You've changed. So much. Rich, we live in a different world on August 31st than we did in May 27th. Yeah, that's true in more ways than one. Yeah. Different world. Hey, I, I'm sticking by the video I saw with no edit, so. Wow. That's how video works. That's <laughs> how video works. We should put that up on our raster, rafters next to the Ted Lasso <laughs> Believe sign. <laughs> Tap it. That's how video works. Play like a champion. <laughs>